Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and uh, happy Friday. This is the Friday after Thanksgiving 2018, and um, wanted to put together a quick podcast uh, for a couple of things. First of all, I wanted to, wanted to encourage you guys to really be thankful for, for what you guys have, for what we all have, and there are varying degrees of that. Some people have more than others, but First and foremost, especially if you live in America, like we're in far and away the best society that has ever been. And we have the freedom to do what we want, when we want, how we want, and more freedom to be able to do that than ever before in any civilization. So, you know, if there's if there's anything if, or if you're struggling to think about what to be thankful for, number one, be thankful for uh, the opportunity to pursue what you want in life. And um, that there's really not a whole lot that holds people back that's external. I think there's a lot that holds people back internally. And, um, and I've been there before, and I, I sympathize and empathize with that. Um, but I wanted to just touch on that. And what I've been thinking about over the last kind of 24 hours is how thankful I am to have found a career that gives me a lot of fulfillment and enjoyment and excitement in life that I don't dread getting up in the morning and going to work that there's a certain level of interest and curiosity that I have in the medical field and in the sales world and blending those two together. Really, it's been a a great mix for me. And I got, I got lucky. I got lucky to, to find this industry. Um, yeah, I'd said on on some earlier podcasts, but when I was coming out of college, I didn't know what I was going to do with my career. And I had a buddy that worked for Stryker, uh, orthopedic medical device company. And um, he's like, you should get into sales, uh, medical sales, that is. And, you know, I figured I'd do it for a little while until I figured out what I actually wanted to do with my life. But, you know, here I am six, seven years later still doing it and, you know, enjoying it, being more fulfilled than I have ever before. But what what I wanted to encourage anyone, any of you that are that are listening to this is to think about if you are, if you're in a career that is not fulfilling to you, that doesn't get you motivated and that doesn't give you anything in return outside of just punching a time card and collecting a paycheck, you don't need to stop that career because obviously you have bills to pay. You have people to support. You've got to support yourself or your family or whatnot. And, and I also, I'm not ignorant to the fact that in every job you have to do things that you don't want to do. That's not, you know, that's, the idea of do what you love, like, sure, that sounds good, but everything that you want in life, everything you want to do in your career, in, in any career is going to involve some level of doing things that you don't want to do. And so I'm not ignorant to that. But what I would say is there, I think there's so many people that on, you know, on a day like Friday, like this, or on a weekend, they're working a job nine to five during the week that they don't really like 
that doesn't give them a whole lot of fulfillment or reward financially or otherwise, yet they don't spend their free time or their downtime experimenting with other things that would potentially bring them more fulfillment or enjoyment. You know, there's, there's so much information out there in the world to teach you or that you can learn how to do almost anything that you want to do. You know, the truth be told about my, my career and my kind of education, you know, I went to a good college. I went to university of Michigan, like it's a good school, but there's very little that I learned in college that's relevant to what I do today. Like almost all of my knowledge and understanding on business, on sales, on marketing, on family, on finance, none of that I learned in college. Really? Like, like it's, it's interesting to me that people think that if you don't go to a good college or you didn't get a good education growing up, that that's going to hinder you long-term. But the reality is technology has allowed all of us access to some of the best educators in the world on any subject. You know, I remember my wife and I, we were living in Scottsdale, Arizona. I was working in Phoenix, Arizona for a a year and a half. We we lived down there and worked down there. And um, I had a number of buddies that were in the finance industry. And I talked to them for a while about getting into finance and, you know, the the allure of working on Wall Street and um, making a lot of money and being able to tell people you're in finance, right? Like it was alluring to me. And so for, for a period of time, what I kind of decided to pursue was moving from medical sales into financial sales. And so what I did is I started doing research, research. All right, what do I have to do? What do I need to learn? And I was like, all right, well, if I get into, it, I've got to take the series seven and the series 63 exams. So I, what I did is, you know, I bought a one-year-old textbook off, you know, Amazon or eBay. I don't remember one of the two for, you know, 40 bucks. And I started learning and teaching myself finance. And I would, you know, my wife would go to bed at nine o'clock and I would stay up till 1130 or midnight almost every night teaching myself finance, working through this textbook on, and I think it was a series seven or a series 63. I don't remember one of those exam books, seven or 63 I was going to take. And I was working through that, teaching myself finance. And, you know, I still have those notes that I took down in my Evernote app. You know, I could still go back and pull up hundreds and hundreds of notes that I put in there, pages of notes that I put in there as I was working through the series seven exam material. And nobody asked me to do that. Nobody forced me to do it. And conversely, nobody told me I could, couldn't do it. It was all a matter of like literally going online, buying a textbook and starting to learn. And then I started, you know, reaching out to financial companies and looking at, um, you know, recruiters and going to their websites and and applying for jobs. And in a short period of time, I had interviews with some of the bigger names in finance, like HSBC, uh, JP Morgan, uh, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Like, and they were in different roles, and some of them were entry level, some of them were slightly above entry level. But if I wanted to get into the financial space, I totally could have, and it was all just driven by pure desire and effort. There's there there were essentially no barriers to me doing it. Now, I would tell you that 
I spent probably two or three months studying and really cramming and learning finance that I had never learned before. And eventually I came to the realization that I was never going to be the best in finance. You know, one of the things that I've come to realize is that it's the people that are at the top in every industry that make all the money. It's the 1% that, that make all the money. And they're, they are the experts in the industry. They are the best of the best. And so what I had to accept, which was in some ways difficult, in some ways not, but what I had to accept is that after I had put in a number of hours studying for finance, I thought I was decent at it, but I'm not the best at numbers. Like I'm Like I get numbers, but I just can't do the amount of calculations in my brain as quickly or as fluently as other people. And from my perspective, I knew I wasn't going to be in the top 1% in finance. I just knew it. You know, I was going to work hard and I could have been good, but I was not going to be great in finance. And I eventually just stopped cold turkey. I said, all right, that was an experiment that I ran. And I said, okay, you know, I ran that experiment. I'm not going to run it anymore. I know that I'm not going to be able to be in the top 1% of this but I felt like I could be in the top 1% of medical sales. And so for me, it was a, it was as a light switch turned on and off. You know, I was on, I was studying, I was putting in the effort and flipped the light switch off and said, all right, I'm done. I'm good with that. You know, my wife was a little bit, um, turned off, let's say <laughs> she was turned off by the fact that I had essentially stopped cold Turkey. And from her perspective, she's like, well, you know, you're so up and down, you're getting all excited about it. And then now you stop. Like, I need you to be a little bit more even keel. And I get where she's coming from there. But I think more importantly, she wasn't seeing my perspective on it. What I had come to realize is that I just couldn't be in the top 1% of that industry. And if I couldn't be in the top 1%, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't going to put my time and effort and, and career on the line trying to build, build a career in an industry where I couldn't be in the elite class of that industry, I, where I couldn't be the best of the best. And so I just stopped cold turkey and, you know, I focused hard on medical sales. I was like, all right, I can be in the, in the top 1% of this industry. I can be one of the best in the industry here. I couldn't be in finance. And so I focused there, you know, and I say that only to give you, I guess, freedom or help you think about if, the, if you're doing a career or if you're in a career that you don't want to be in or that you feel like is draining you, that doesn't give you the fulfillment or enjoyment or excitement, uh, financially, personally, or otherwise, start experimenting with other industries. Now, I, I get that it'll take probably a few dollars here and there, and it'll cost you a decent amount of time, but what else are you going to do with that time anyway? Like so many people are Netflix and chilling on the weekends. Like that's fine, but don't do that if you're miserable Monday through Friday and you're, and you're not fulfilled in your job and you're not making the money that you want to make and you're not doing what you want to do with your life and your career, don't Netflix and chill on Friday and Saturday then. And I think so many people are, are afraid or resistant or hesitant to try new things and to experiment. Like experimenting is one of the best and most important things that you can do in your career and in so many areas of life. Like just try it out. You can always stop later. So if you're thinking about getting into finance or you're thinking about getting into sales or you're thinking about getting into, you know, marketing or you're thinking about, I don't know, getting into whatever industry you want, 
or you're trying to think, you know, thinking about building a website, right? That's been a fun experiment for me. You know, as I've been building this online medical sales training program, like I've learned, I learned originally how to build on Weebly and it was kind of a, that was the first couple iterations were on Weebly. And then I eventually kind of leveled up and graduated to WordPress. And now my website's on WordPress. And, you know, I've put hours and hours into learning how to utilize WordPress and build a pretty legitimate website on WordPress using a learning management system and a platform. And like, it's been so exciting and engaging and fun to do that. And it's a skill set that didn't, that I didn't have before. And I think so, you know, from my perspective and, and I'm, I operate a little bit different than most people and I get that, but try it out, like experiment with new things. You know, you're, you'll almost never get it right the first time. And so many people, they want to have like the perfect end result, perfect goal that if I'm going to put this effort in, this is going to happen and everything's going to be great. It's like, well, that that's not reality in most scenarios. You've got to work at it. You've got to iterate on whatever it is you're trying to do. You've got to experiment and figure out what it is that clicks for you. And so I, I encourage you, you know, in this kind of holiday season and Thanksgiving season, if you're not giving thanks for the job that you're in, if you're not excited about it, if you're not fulfilled in what you're doing, like you don't have to do medical sales. It's not for everybody. You don't have to do sales at all. It's, that's it's certainly not a career for everybody. There's a lot of there's a lot of introverted people that do not want to go out and introduce themselves to people. That's totally fine. Totally fine. There's plenty of other roles and positions where you can strive and thrive. Focus on what are your skill sets, what are your strengths, what could you be in the top 1% in what you do? What what industry, what skill set, what what could you do where you would be the best of the best or you would be considered one of the best in the industry? And start trying that out. Experiment with that. Put in the time. You know, whether it's on a Friday like this and everybody else is hanging out and doing their thing, put in an hour or two working on that, developing that, testing that theory. You know, and when the weekend comes, put in some time there. It's it's going to pay off in droves for you. The payoff is going to be so great if you'll actually put in the time and effort. And I, I say that only from experience, really. You know, it's not me saying, here's what I think you should do because I read a blog post about it. Like I've put in months and months and months of work into things that I don't do and I don't spend any time on anymore. But I would tell you that they've helped me so much. They've helped me immensely. Like the financial thing. I put a solid three months into that. And that is not the only thing that I've experimented with, but that's uh, that's the one that comes to mind. That's probably the one that I've spent the most effort and time on, but it's paid dividends for me. You know, I've, I learned things about finance that I had no idea otherwise. And some of those things that have actually helped me in job interviews, you know, when I start talking a little bit more big picture about business and then they learn that I actually know what, you know, EBITDA is earnings before interest taxes, depreciation, depreciation and amortization. Like, if somebody says, hey, what's EBITDA? And I actually know what it is. Like, they're like, oh, shit. This guy might not be a freaking idiot. That's just a salesperson, right? <laughs> like, there might be some value there. There's things like that. And it just, it's paid off in very direct ways like that. But it's also paid off indirectly with, it's given me clarity on my med medical sales career. I'm not going to be in finance. I'm not going to pursue that. I'm going to stick to medical sales because I know that I can do it well. And that I can be in the top 1%. And that's okay. I don't need to 
have FOMO, fear of missing out on all these people that are doing finance and you can make all this money and that's great and all. You can still make good money in medical sales. You can make good money in any industry where you're the best. You just got to be number one, the best, and number two, creative about how to develop that. Okay. Um, so I share that with you just to, I hope you're giving thanks this holiday for the job and the career and the family and the friends that you have around you. And, you know, this podcast is more focused on career. And so if you're not happy or not totally satisfied with the career that you're in, start experimenting, start trying other things. They're, the worst that can happen is you give up a little bit of time, but I guarantee you, it's going to be value. You're going to get value out of it if you experiment with something, even if you don't end up doing it. It's going to be worth your time, all right? Um, I hope that's helpful for you guys and encouraging for you guys. And uh, happy holidays, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.